Hello, this is Wally. Welcome to the podcast for screw-ups. Hello, wherever you're at. Uh, Where I am uh, in uh, Alabama. uh, Or Alabama. Alabama. Um, uh, It is 4.34 in the morning. Uh, Yes, still stuck in that. Did make it to 3 today instead of 2 on Friday. uh, Which is, you know... Thank the Lord it was the last day of the week so I could tough it out. Um, uh, it's been an interesting week, and you've got a lot of me this week. I don't know if all of them will get put up, so it could just be for posterity's sake. Uh, I, uh, you know, but I think about this thing that I'm doing what I'm supposed to, which to me always is like a comfort. Um, as long as you're doing what you think I want you to do, then I feel like the wind at my sails, that kind of thing. Uh, it's when I don't feel it, and I'm not saying based on my feelings, I'm just saying that in my spirit, and uh, it's right with how I am, uh, and I have things to say, and I didn't say them for a long time. And I think that was God, too. Um, you know, I think God has worked on me uh, since 2018. Uh, and uh, there again, I'm not good at sharing like this in bad seasons. You won't hear from me, probably. And I'm not saying everything from 2018 to 22 has been a bad season. But maybe there wasn't a lot to say for me. And uh, this little thing right here gives me that platform that uh, I don't have. Um, And I say this a lot. I know I do. I apologize for being so redundant about things. But when I was 19, I felt called to do God's work, to serve in the church. That's what I thought. Vocationally, that's what I was supposed to do. Now, as you know, being a screw-up, I have screwed that up, okay, more than once. Uh, And I haven't served in a church for a while, um, which is tough when you're trying to live out that thing that you said to the Lord when you're 19. Um, But uh, I don't blame the church. It's not the church's fault. It's my fault. I do think there are flaws in how the church hires people Um, you know the church wants to operate like a business sometimes and they eliminate people based on how they look on a resume and uh, for me I'm never going to look good on a resume and my friend Jason helped me make my my resume look better that got my foot in the door uh, that got me some interviews um, and I went on those interviews and uh, the second one was I was living at the beach and uh, I'm just telling you I'm committed to go wherever the Lord wants me to and I've been open to go anywhere the Lord wanted me to go and I know you know that I've been here a lot um, in this little room uh, in this little space living a small life um, probably uh, for a long time so you might think well, no, you haven't, but I have, and I have put it before the Lord, and I, you know, I'm willing to go right now. I don't think that's what the Lord wants me to do, so uh, 
See, because uh, I could still be at the beach. Um, there was no reason to leave the beach at all outside of that day I saw my mom looking so frail. And, uh, I mean, you know, people say live your life, all that stuff. Um, and there's some portion of life I have given up not actively thinking that but I gave it up to be here uh, for my mom you know and uh, and you might say well that's safe and all that and there is some safety in that I guess uh, but it's chaos here um, it always has been and I didn't even realize that until a friend said something to me the other day and then as I sat with other friends uh, St. Renee and uh, Katie and I just talked about things, I realized how chaotic my life has always been. <clears throat> and I could have removed myself from that a lot. And maybe I should have. Um, and in my first book I wrote that I stayed at home too much. Um, but there's that part of me <clears throat> that uh, I am what I am. I've done what I've done. I'm not worried about the past. Uh, I'm pressing on. Uh, and uh, I'm still open. Uh, I, I'm not searching as much as I was. Because uh, I get this. Uh, it hits me that I need to be pouring out my life. Okay? Uh, and uh, there isn't always outlets for that. Uh, there, there hasn't been for me. Um, and some would say, and maybe it's true that it's been hard for me to plug in to one place. Like I was driving to Tuscaloosa, so it was hard for me to come to community groups or whatever they're calling it there in Tuscaloosa right now. Um, and uh, that's that's probably true, but there's that thing in me that wanted to be there because I helped start that thing. Um, and I love the preaching and it was good for me um, uh, the, 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 deep, the deepness of it uh, and the driving home and thinking about things uh, I think those are good for me uh, and it you know I don't think Troy's a perfect preacher or anything like that I'm not saying he's better than anybody else or any of that but the way that God told him to be a pastor and what he's trying to do is good and it's meat it's not uh, spoon-fed baby stuff. It's not uh, because, you know, he tackles the scripture and he doesn't skip. Um, a lot of people skip. And um, <clears throat> this is not me. This is Spurgeon saying, preachers beware. And he's talking about election. But he's saying that the blood of people will heap up on your doorstep if you're not, and he's basically saying if you're not teaching the whole Bible, the whole truth, um, I would be wary of those people. And here's the thing, and this is the same thing I, I say to people at work, and I'm very opinionated right now, and I, I told you that there's something with um, feeling free and not as encumbered by my sin that I'm very bold right now. Uh, and it may be a turnoff to people. And I, I'm still trying to be humble. and uh, <coughs> But I'm very much 
standing up for myself. Uh, and people don't like that. The, and the people who want to keep you down and they want to treat you bad, they don't like it when you stand up to them. They're bullies. And they don't like being told things. Um, so, I mean, you know, there's that. So, uh, which I know is sounds weird. And, uh, I'm, I'm trying to tell you that a good season is good. And you need to live it to its fullest. Uh, somebody says living your best life to me. I don't know about that. I, I don't know what I think about that. Um, but I'm trying to be the best me. But but I'm always trying to be the best me. And not for me, but for the glory of the Lord. I, I'm, not, I'm not in this life for me um, and my glory. Like, like I'm telling you, um, I'm trying to get the book printed. I want to print it out and be able to hold it. Uh, and uh, I wouldn't even put my name on it. I wouldn't. Um, Jason and I, when I gave it away for free last time, I guess 2018, uh, I didn't put my name on it. I just sent it. And, you know, there's no cover of can say get that you go on the recommendation of people that you know um, well I don't know anybody I'm not famous I don't want to be famous I don't want to be Christian famous I don't want to be any kind of famous uh, I want him to be famous that's what I want uh, because he's going to go on forever I'm not uh, I've heard uh, people say I want to be in his story in his story um, and he's making history. That's what he's doing. Um, <clears throat> I'm sorry, I'm a little, uh, what you call it this morning, uh, snotty. That's it, probably. Uh, um, let's see. Oh, I was going to give you some more God's promises. Uh, I've been looking them up since, uh, it's actually three weeks ago when I uh, <clears throat> was tackling it with the uh, discipleship. I think that's what they call it, discipleship hour at the church I'm going to. In my head, it's Sunday school. It's just named something different. Uh, and uh, I just started thinking that what are the promises of God? And I started with that he's not going to uh, destroy the earth again uh, through flood. Uh, and uh, let me say this to you. Um, God does what God wants to do. He's not uh, open to our opinion. And everything he does is right. You can try and argue if you want to. And you can blame God all you want to. But he's right. And you can trust that. And you can trust him. Or you cannot. You can say, well, why is there all this stuff in the world that's bad? It goes all the way back to the garden, in my opinion. They're walking around that that verse in I think it's chapter four in Genesis. They're walking around naked, which I love saying naked by the way, in case you're wondering. Um, and it says that there's no shame, there's no sin, there's no guilt, there's no pain in childbirth, there's no hard work, there's no there's no bad. And then 
they do the wrong thing. And then everybody from then is born in sin. Okay, so that means this world is going to be hard from then on. I don't know how it was going to be before. See, there's that part of me that says God knew they were going to sin because he knows everything. And yet he comes to look for them even though he knows where they're hiding. So, I, you know, there's some mystery to that. And there's mystery to God that I like. And I, I'm, not a, uh, I'm not a cubbyhole person that I have to have everything figured out. There are people who have to have everything figured out because they think they're going to figure out God. Uh, here's the thing about God. He's infinite. Now, I'm not against studying, but you're never going to know everything about God. Never. Ever, ever, ever. He's infinite, and you're finite. Uh, I owe that to Dr. Spruill for that. Uh, that's one of the about four things I understood in one of his books. I tried to read one time. <laughs> um Okay, here's some promises. Uh, Isaiah 41.10 So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Uh, so don't fear. Um, and I thought about it, you know, like, uh, we've been doing the Old Testament a lot, and uh, there's a lot of fear of God in there because he strikes people down dead quick. I mean, you know, the the Ark of the Covenant, that's just so, uh, it's not just the Indiana Jones thing, um, which that I'm just going to tell you that does help you think about the Ark of the Covenant, by the way. Uh, and if you're too young to have listened, have watched uh, Indiana Jones, I think it still holds up. Uh, anyways, um, they had some fear of God because they saw people get struck down right there. Um, and I don't know why God doesn't deal with us the same way outside of Jesus. Um, that we live in grace, we live in post-Jesus dying on the cross. Um, so uh, that fear of God, it doesn't creep up on me a lot. Uh, and when it does, it has scared me. And if you're scared to death, you know, I think one of those things you think about is God, by the way. And I think that's why they say um, that there's no atheist in foxholes in wars. And my guess is that's the good sides and the bad sides, you know. Uh, okay. Isaiah 26.3 You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Uh, I don't know if that's a promise, but I like it. Uh, the Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Um, that never leave you or forsake it, that's a, that's a theme through scripture. Uh, you know, it's like Joshua said at the end of his life. He's telling the people of Israel, and I said this yesterday, he says, uh, God fulfilled all his promises. And when he says, when it says, he will never leave you or forsake you, 
I'm just saying he won't ever leave you. He won't ever forsake you. You forsake him. You leave him. He does it. And here's the thing. You need to hear me say this. You never have been too bad that he's going to leave you. Now, I'm not sure about that whole taking your hand off your life. um, Because I felt like that happened to me one time. Um, I can tell you that story real quick. I've told the dudes. uh, I'm a... There's this, I leave Westwood where I was serving, um, and I was frustrated with making uh, 161.33 every two weeks or something like that. I, I, I never was in the ministry to make money, but it would have been nice to get paid. Uh, and I'll tell you, just personally, there were several guys like me that were young, that were serving there, uh, who weren't getting paid anything. I, my guess, I don't really know what they got paid. And... Um, Westwood bought all new computer systems and they had um, systems and printers and all that stuff and in my head if I was running the church which I'm not uh, I would invest in those people for future ministry or for the ministry of that day and I think computers are great and maybe they should have taking some salary away from pastors in all honesty um, I think there's an imbalance in the church sometimes when uh, pastors don't have kids uh, and you know that whole fair wage thing and an average of what your people are and all that stuff um, I'm just going to tell you that people make banks sometimes in the ministry there are people who do and then there are people who don't. There's the have and the have-nots. It's the us and the them thing. It's the same thing happens at my work. Um, and I struggle with that because I've only been on the outside. And even if I was um, big stuff and had my own bathroom, as pastors sometimes do in their office, which is nice, by the way, um, I would not take a high salary because I don't have kids. I don't think people with kids should have to struggle in the ministry um, while they have kids in their home and while they're trying to save for college and all that stuff. See, um, I don't think just because of your position you should make so much more money. Uh, I think that's... I find it wrong, but I don't run the church. Man does run the church. Um, churches are ran like businesses sometimes and I think it's wrong and I think there's probably some right in that too so um, however you want to figure that for yourself uh, but uh, many churches vote and uh, they have deacon bodies that vote I'm not a fan of that model Uh, I grew up in that model and I don't like it because it's like America you're trying to put make the church like America where everybody gets a vote and uh, there are people who come and vote who never come to church. Never. And they get to vote. They get to say what they think God's telling them to do. I like the elder model. Uh, and I don't think preachers, pastors, should be king of the church. Uh, I don't think they should tell people what color paint to put on the wall. Uh, I don't think that... 
if they want VBS or kids things or events done their way that they can get rid of people I don't like that uh, I don't find it right because uh, ultimate power corrupts, and I think even pastors, good men, I'm sure, uh, can be corrupted by power and drunk on it. Uh, and uh, if you don't think a pastor can have power after being somewhere a while, just watch. And same thing with uh, families who give a lot of money to the church and start running the business of the church. I think that's wrong, unless they're elders. <clears throat> and they live by the law of what elders are supposed to be. Uh, that's the model I think is right. Uh, and I only have seen it one time, and I know about it from another place. Uh, but that business of the whole church voting on things, don't like it. I just don't. I don't think it's biblical. Uh, I think it's trying to be like America, like I said, and I think it's wrong. But people can do what they want to do. Churches can do what they want to do. I give them that freedom. I just don't have to think it's right. Um, yeah, that was a long thing. I apologize. Um, John sixteen thirty three. I have told you these things so that in time you may be may have peace in this world. You will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. I told you, there's going to be trouble in the world. You know, and Rich Mullins sings that song, Bound to Come Some Trouble. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm uh, promoting uh, Rich Mullins in my podcast. Uh, he's been dead a long time. Uh, I, I am excited that you can listen. Thank you for those innovators who have made up streaming things and let me listen to things for free. Uh, no, I'm not going to pay for your thing. <clears throat> I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. I'm going to have to look that one up. I hadn't looked that one back up. Uh, but I love loving eye on you. I wonder what version that is. Um, my guess is, I don't know. I won't say, but I'll say NIV. Anyways. The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Good. Though he may stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. There again, I hadn't looked that one up again. I apologize, but isn't that good, man? Like the Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. Oh, and I'll, I'll stop on this, and I'm still working through these. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest of your souls. Uh, that's a, you know, it's a, the farm reference and the, of the time and um, that thing around your neck to control you. Um, that uh, you're slaves to him. Uh, I don't like that word slaves, obviously, associated with America. Um, But who would you rather have your life in hands of? See, some people, even right now, if they're listening to me, they think it's better in their own hands. Uh, and I just know me. Uh, my way doesn't work. You know, I've tried my way about lots of things. Uh, it just doesn't work. 
and I'm not saying I don't have good ideas, and I'm not saying that I don't whatever. Uh, I just have found that his way is better than my way. It's like that. It's like that verse. Um, you know, when they're doing the Tower of Babel thing, and it says that man can do anything, basically. It's, it's saying, you know, man can do big stuff. And there are people who are big, big, you know, uh, achievers in life. Uh, but without God, is it anything? You know, what are you building with your life? You know, um, if you are in charge of a family right now, or, you know, a mom or a dad or whatever, um, your mission field starts there. I don't have kids, so my mission is, like right now, my job, uh, who I get to pour into at church, uh, and then whatever else God puts in my way, you know, and it all, it's been that way for me for a long time, um, and I got it messed up a little bit, uh, that I thought it had to be vocation, that I, the only way I could is by vocation, and that means serving in the church. Uh, and I, I, like I, I have wanted that lots of times and lots of seasons. Um, and like I said, I screwed it up a lot, big time. May never even serve again ever. And here's where I'm at at this place right now. I'm okay with that as long as I'm finding other ways to have ministry. And in this moment, I know this is going to sound dumb because I don't, I don't care how many people are listening. I mean, I'm for you and I care about you, but it doesn't bother me if it's zero because the things that I'm saying are things that I believe. And I'm working through them as people might listen. And uh, it's an outlet for me. And I'm thankful for it. Uh, it's like this time that I was uh, I was just going to church in Tuscaloosa. Uh, and I was doing this milk for the job. And I would put the milk up. And I would go the next, I was, it was all in Walmarts, and it was in Walmarts, the little small ones, and uh, I was rocking it, man, I was in such a groove, and then it just stopped, they stopped doing it, they lost the contract or something, and it was gone, and uh, I struggled, uh, you know, momentum killers um, can crush you, and like, I don't know if you, if you're listening, but this where I'm at right now, the job I'm at right now, there have been a lot of momentum killers. Um, and, uh, you know, I've had some bad moments. Uh, I've made some mistakes. Um, and I've spoken up for myself, too. Uh, and I won't be bullied. I just won't be. And, you know, <laughs> uh, I don't have a fear of losing my job. Because I'm doing my very best to the glory of the Lord. And people won't say about me that I didn't work hard enough. They won't say that. 
they'll say I didn't stay long enough, which might be true for this job. I'm just being honest with you. Um, there's 11 million jobs in America right now. Now all of them are not in Alabama, but uh, in a job market of 11 million, I can find another job. <laughs> um, uh, even me. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. But I'm thankful for where I'm at, too. And I, you know, like, I will weigh in and I'm praying about it and all that stuff, you know. Uh, it's just, I don't like being threatened. I don't have kids to think about. Uh, you know, my poor category uh, caveat is I want to be have enough money to be able to buy cheese that I can melt in my grilled cheese and on my eggs. In that time in Texas, it wasn't true for me. I was that poor. Um, and failure was all around me there. And then, there, you know, what's crazy is in the midst of all that, I, I got to see somebody with the gift of mercy. Um, and I saw this week that her daughter is uh, maybe 23 or something like that and um, doing well. And, you know, I'm for her daughter. I'm for her. I'm for her family, uh, her husband, um, I, you know. I'm for them. Uh, you know, I played a rock in the uh, in one of those uh, intros at Centrifuge where you had to act, and I was a rock. That was my acting skill. Um, and we became friends, and uh, she's the best part of Texas that I had. Uh, and she looked after me, uh, and uh, I was so poor there, so, so poor, um, and uh, failed there. You know, it's a, it's another one of those times that people would say I'm a quitter. Uh, you know, and I am. I have been. Uh, I'm not proud of it. Uh, school was a tough thing for me, and I didn't finish. Uh, I didn't do what Louie did. Uh, I didn't buckle down and prepare myself for ministry. Uh, I just stopped. Uh, and I tried it a few times. Uh, I, I'm just not good at school. And I... I know that sounds like an excuse, uh, but I don't think everybody's meant to go to college, even ministers probably, even though they need to study. Um, I don't think it's for everybody. Um, so, And I'm not going back, I don't think. Uh, you know, but then there are people like uh, somebody in Tuscaloosa I know, uh, Mr. Dolan, uh, you know, felt called to preach later in life uh, and started going to seminary himself because... My guess is he wants to know about, more about God, uh, which I, it isn't that I don't want to know more about God. It isn't that. It's that I'm not the best at how they want you to learn. I'm not the best at it. Um, and my friend BJ is going back uh, to do his master's or doctorate or something big, um, and I, there's that part of me that wonders, but there's that part of me that admires them for doing it. Uh, so, you know, and when you have kids, uh, and uh, my old roommate from Tuscaloosa, Tuscaloosa sorry, uh, Adam, you know, like plugged it out, them having all those kids, which you got to have a really good wife in that scenario, which my guess is he does, and uh, BJ does, definitely does. Um, you know, uh, I know her more than 
Ab's wife. So that they're all they both seem like good wives. Sorry, I didn't mean to comment on somebody's wives or whatever. Uh, none of my beeswax. Uh, but you got to have good wives if you're going to go to school, back to school, and have kids. You know, after you have kids, uh, you just got to have a good wife. I'm sorry, uh, a good partner, uh, and I hope they're thankful. I mean, it's like I told a guy that at work this week. Uh, he was complaining about his wife calling him at work, um, and I was. My response to that is be thankful that you have a wife. And I won't tell you what he said because it's uh, a young man's opinion <laughs> um, that I don't think there's any value in. Anyways, uh, I let him have it, but I think it's stupid, personally. I shouldn't say stupid. Um, it, it's not It's not wise. Uh, so if you're a wife, thank you for what you're doing for your husbands. You are a helpmate in this world, uh, and you have value. Um, even if you um, are only, well that's how the people say it, uh, staying at home. Uh, you know, you can change the world through that ministry at home. Uh, I think the Wesleys, uh, I think one's named John, I don't know the other one's name, I call them Wesley boys, uh, and they're Methodists. Um, so, um, you know, their mom would pray or something or at the window when she's washing the dishes for the world or something and you know her sons go out and impact the world uh, so don't think that um, if you're having that home ministry that you're not important and I here again let me say this about Jenny uh, in Tuscaloosa I remember this prayer that she prayed that she would be involved in the ministry of the church and I know the people that God wound up putting in her path when she was walking around that complex that are still going to that campus. Um, even though they changed the name, God's still the one who did the work in the beginning. They can say the name anything they want it to be, which personally to me, I don't like it. I don't like that they changed the name, but they're trying to say they're their own church. I'm sure I'm sure it has something to do with something like that. Um, People can call things whatever they want to. I don't care. I like that it was under an umbrella um, because it it's it's a chance to give God a bigger piece of the glory. In my opinion, it's my opinion. That's all it is. Um, so people can do what they want to do, and they do. <laughs> so um, let's see. I've yammered a lot today. Uh, thank you for, or thank the Lord for giving me this outlet uh, in a weird week. You know, it's been a weird week for me, hard. There's, I mean, there's a day this week where I am doing frustrating, and I can hear the frustration in my voice. And as I'm saying it, I can feel it on my chest. Um, and uh, work was tough this week. But it was in the 90s this week and not in the 100s. So it was a little better. So I plugged through another week, another long, hard week. Um, and I did it to the glory of the Lord. Um, and I feel thankful for that. Uh, I sat down this week and uh, talked to my mom. I can do it every day, you know. I. Uh, I'm, some days I 
come in and I'm ready to go to bed because I'm getting up so early and I, it, you know, like it's a tough little pattern. Uh, but, you know, I appreciated the people around me. I made calls this week to say, hello, how are you? Or I texted people or I wrote a note to tell people how much I appreciate them. I tried to encourage them. I did that this week. I'll do that today more. Um, you know, uh, I went to church. Um, you know, my church has been doing a different thing in the summer. Um, and I, you know, have done the best to be a part of it. <laughs> uh, but I don't stay long uh, because I need to go to bed. You know, uh, and I saw an out this week when they were doing the, the uh, beanbag game, and I just took off and went and got in the bed uh, so I could do the next day. Uh, and, you know, this next week, you may not get anything from me because uh, I'm uh, going to do VBS. And, uh, you know, VBS is a lot harder when you have a job uh, and have to get up the next day. And, I, you know, I'm. When I did VBS before, I was young and um, had a job, but wasn't very hard uh, in this kind of scenario as far as sleeping and all that. And of course, I was young, so I thought I could stay up. And actually, I've always went to bed, but uh, uh, it was just easier. So it'll be a hard week to do that. And I'm praying, you know, I'm praying to be able to do that. I need the energy, and I need the whatever to be able to help uh, I don't want to lead a lot I, I, I hope my role is not huge uh, uh, I want to help I just and I'll lead I'll do whatever I'm called to do but uh, I just would like to come alongside it and help this week that's what I'd like to do uh, for those little kids you know uh, BBS is a cool thing uh, you know I'm different so, if I was starting a church, uh, I wouldn't call it VBS. I would call it something else. <laughs> um, I would uh, try to gather kids to do this, you know, do something to teach them about God. I just, I think sometimes people do things just to do things. That doesn't make them not good. It's just, you know, there are some things I think. You shouldn't do it just because other churches do. Just because one church has a gym doesn't mean I think you should have a gym. It's just the thinking of me, you know. And churches are very competitive. And I I know I talk a lot about the church. And if Brother Eddie listens, I know he must think that I don't. Uh, I'm being hard on the church. Uh, it's just I'm a part of the church. So I can see things uh, and I can say things. You know, I'm not dogging, except for when I am dogging. And there, it's holes that I see that I'm trying to fix in my role, whatever my little small role is. Um, and, uh, you know, let it lie where it, where it lies. Um, let's see. Okay, well, I guess that's pretty much it. Um, don't have to go to work today. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord for Saturdays or off days for you wherever you're at in your paradigm. Uh, uh, be close to your family. Love your family. 
watch out for poisonous people. Uh, you know, watch the intake that you're giving to them. Uh, I'm not saying don't be kind. Uh, I'm just saying watch out. Watch out for critics, people who are critical. Uh, they're not always for the good. Uh, it may be for the good, but it's not always for the good. I know that for sure. We are this. You're awesome and incredible uh, and wonderful. So says Psalms 139. This is the end of the old podcast.